so are you avoiding ayurveda because you find it too complicated well maybe you are missing out on the natural solutions of side effect free remedies just because you think they are too much trouble hi i'm puneet agarwal that ayurveda guy and welcome to my podcast i'm here to make ayurveda simpler and help you apply it to your daily life for a healthier happier you make your summer healthful tips for grishma ritu the summer season what is unique about the summer is that the energies of fire and air are at their peak they both come into play as soon as summer sets in and have an effect on everything around them the heat begins to dry things out including our bodies from mid may and mid july this in turn leads to an increase of the vat and pitta dosh within us the agni or digestive fire is at an all time low so it's a good idea to keep an eye on what and how much we are eating the ayurveda way focuses on looking after the body functions in every season of the year and for summer ayurvedic texts specially prescribe light food which is easy to digest in particular they recommend foods that are sweet unctuous cool and liquidy in nature two food instantly come to mind which meet these requirement those are rice and lentils the others include seasonal and fresh fruits and vegetables tomatoes cucumbers eggplant mushrooms are great options so are brussels sprouts red lettuce and most of the gourd family all of these are easy to digest and have cooling properties a daily dose of fruits is really important during the summer fruits like apples cranberries lemons pears pomegranate plums and watermelon are some of the most healthful during these months drinking water and liquids at regular intervals is also of great value during this season cool water buttermilk fruit juices meat soups mango juice coconut water and curd with pepper are good choices a glass of milk at bedtime with a spoon of sugar candy is also a great cooler salty pungent sour and warm food should be avoided as much as possible i can give you a few examples like chili peppers and garlic in the pungent category or pickles yogurt and fermented foods which fall under sar you'll be surprised to know that along with tea coffee and dry fruits ice cream and cold drinks are considered warm too because they actually increase the heat in your stomach people who have predominant pitta dosh are affected the most during the summer ayurveda suggests that they should give particular attention to their diets and lifestyle during this time to avoid ailments In fact avoiding oily fried pungent or salty foods at this time of the year is very important for people who have a pitta based constitution carbonated drinks too can be very harmful and should be avoided there are also guidelines for people who have a vata body constitution for them foods which are cool unctuous and moderately heavy are a good option however chilled juices cold water and excessively cold foods 
can weaken their digestive system and trigger the formation of toxins. I have noted that Ayurveda covers most aspects of diet and it talks about alcohol too. Summer is considered a time when the more alcohol you avoid the better. And if you do consume alcohol it should be diluted with lots of water. Caffeine has a similar effect. Too much caffeine in the summer days could dehydrate you and cause a number of health issues. Best to cut down on that too. The scholars of Ayurveda have laid down certain directives for one's lifestyle also. For example, strenuous exercise is very strictly forbidden. I'd say the logic is not difficult to understand. In a season that dries up bodily fluids, heavy exercise could cause excessive sweating and in turn dehydrate the body. This could lead to a plethora of illnesses, something which all of us could avoid. So instead simple exercise or yoga for about half an hour a day will help you stay fit and yet protect you from burning out. So what else can one do to stay healthy on those sunny days? Well moving to cooler places is an option but if that isn't possible then there are a number of practices that can help you stay cool in those hot climbs. For example, applying sandalwood paste and other aromatic paste in strategic places on the body can help you cool down. Light clothing helps, so do flowers for that matter. Arranging flowers around the room or wearing them can have a cooling effect on the body. For a change, Ayurveda actually advises on taking a short nap in the afternoons instead of wandering about in the sun. It's really useful to stay healthy in the summers. That's the short nap. Basking in the light of the moon is recommended too. Moon rays are actually very cooling, so don't miss the moonlight when you get to catch it. You'll usually also find a cool breeze on the nights when you can see the moon. There are also some valuable Ayurvedic procedures that you can avail during this time, which are tremendously helpful in keeping the body in good health. One of them is Abhyanga, which is a regular body massage that keeps the skin moisture intact in these dry months. The other one is Shirodhara or the practice of pouring a stream of herbal oil on the forehead. This process relaxes both the mind and body to keep it energetic and to dispel lethargy. Apart from that, our homes or even the grocery stores are full of herbs and spices that can help us stay well in the summer months. Neem leaves or the Indian lilac leaves are very cooling in nature especially good to pacify the raging pitta dosha in summer. Consuming the fruit or juice of amla or the Indian gooseberry can be a great detoxifier for the body at a time when toxins are building up fast. It also helps to remove body heat. Another herb is the holy basil or tulsi which is a great antidote for allergies and seasonal infections. A handful of leaves a day or a herbal tea made from fresh leaves or the powder of tulsi can do wonders for your wellness. I wonder if we realize how simple and easy changes in our lifestyle can help us stay well throughout the year in every season. And that Ayurveda had it all figured out since ancient times. So you can either take these guidelines as a nuisance or you can just slip into the habit of changing your diet and lifestyle with the changing seasons. It may sound a little tedious at first, but it definitely is worth the trouble. And once you get used to it, you won't even have to think of how to go about it. 
What's very helpful is the fact that most diet and lifestyle recommendations are based on logical reasons and if you get into the habit of thinking the Ayurveda way, it becomes just a matter of knowing what is and is not good for you. So if you have any questions or need more information, you can always get in touch with me and I'd be happy to help. And my contact info is in the description and also in the show notes. Now you might want to sit yourself down and make a list of things you should or should not be doing in the various seasons on the basis of what we've spoken about. Meanwhile, I'll be talking about the next season in the Ayurvedic calendar that is Varsha Ritu. This is a season which is not recognized in many countries of the world. Monsoon is a season that is prevalent mostly in southern Asia, but many Ayurvedic recommendations for monsoon can also apply to rainy weather in countries where monsoon does not exist. I'll see you in the next episode. Until then, this is That Ayurveda Guy, Puneet Agarwal wishing you health and cheer. Bye-bye.